Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT, or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K, ask at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions to Facebook or Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle that is at SWAT Radio Talk, and we will be sure to answer those and discuss what you send us just as soon as we are back in the studio together. Well, today is Friday. Doug, what's going on today? Oh, man, there's a lot going on. The city of Minneapolis just paid out $27 million uh, to settle the lawsuit by those left behind by George Floyd. Wow. $27 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And it won't bring him back. And listen, what happened to him was awful. It was terrible. Um, but again, a lot of information has been suppressed mm-hmm. up there. Uh, toxicology reports uh, are now starting to come out. You're starting to be able to hear about them. And again, I just go back to the media. We don't know what to believe, what not to believe. Things are things that uh, our country... Uh, traditionally have been able to get information about news events and stuff that Mm -hmm. i i I mean it's always been slanted but you you felt like okay there was some veracity to it you could authenticate it and 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 there were standards there was a level of trust yeah there's no trust now in the news Mm -hmm. about anything um and i go back to something i said earlier in the week we talked about your truth you know (laughs) You, you know, this is your truth. Remember, we were talking mm-hmm. about that interview, and we were talking about your truth, my truth. That that doesn't work in many areas of life. In fact, most areas of life, it doesn't work. You 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 can't, as a student, try that at university. Go in and say, well, my truth is I made a 98 on the test. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work there. It doesn't matter what you think. What matters is the objective standards that are applied uh, to a situation and you want objective standards applied if you're flying in an airplane you don't you don't want subjectivity to be the thing that guides you there you want uh, objective standards applies in the banking business because if everybody went in there and said well i think i got a million dollars in my account and you got you know uh, a 500 mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work and so why we allow this in the area of sexuality and spirituality is beyond me because it's it's ludicrous to to allow these things and to say well it's more loving to let people buy into delusions or to buy into things that simply aren't true for the sake of unity mm. that's not unity right i mean that's 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 just really wrong to let people buy into that stuff so I think as believers, we're going to have more and more opportunities to speak truth into situations. And it's interesting to me that uh, that pastor, that liberal pastor who said Jesus was a racist and mm. talking about the Syrophoenician woman said she spoke truth. Yes, yeah, she spoke truth in that she she was desperate. That was the only truth. She didn't speak truth to 
power in the sense of overcoming power. She spoke truth to power saying, please be merciful and give me uh, this feed my, you know, Mm -hmm. my need here and heal my daughter. And he did, but he did it because her faith was in Messiah, not because she as an oppressor spoke truth to uh, as an oppressed spoke truth to an oppressor. Yeah. Like he tried to wield it and use it there in that situation. So, yeah. And you know, really that, that is like such a, a, uh, you know, that's an example of being nice, uh, taken out to its logical, uh, extent. And what I mean by that is that, you know, in the church for a long time, it's been, Oh, you know, don't ruffle feathers. You know, people, uh, might be sinning and, doing these things, but, you know, just be nice, overly nice to them and don't ever confront them about that issue. And, you know, if you do that for a number of generations, you're going to get people in the church who think certain things are okay. And eventually they're going to take that interpretation into how they see the Bible. And, you know, for a long time, I think that the church has been afraid of offending anyone or being come across as negative in any way or, or telling somebody the truth that they might not want to hear and it's led to people not standing really for anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it was like, I don't know if you heard the interview prior. Uh, there was a guy talking to Eric Metaxas about, uh, you know, uh, the theory of evolution. Mm-hmm. And most people, and we had Ray Comfort on yesterday. And again, I apologize for that first part of the program. Yeah. If you go back and listen to it, there was a problem with the phone lines. And so we did not get uh, the full half hour with Ray. But uh, I really encourage you to go to YouTube or order his DVD, Evolution Versus God, and look at him talking to and interviewing these professors out in California at these universities and talking to them about evolution, asking for evidence, and they can't give it. None of them can give evidence. In fact, he says this, you you really buy into this by faith, but they don't want to acknowledge that. Students blindly follow. And and prior to our our program today, Eric Metaxas had a guy on who had written a book. And in the book, he kind of shows flaws in the theory. Mm. And yet people just say, well, but we still got to buy into it because it's – you know, it's the science. And they say that. They just throw that phrase out. And you remember a while back uh, we, we talked about lies and how they become like cockroaches in your brain. Mm-hmm. You just say something enough, people accept it as normal. And, man, we are accepting a lot of stuff now. I mean, stuff that's ridiculous. Okay, so when you go out in the world and you walk into stores and you watch people that are telling you to wear a mask, because you have to and their employees working at this company and they got their mask pulled down over their nose Mm -hmm. down where they're just blowing whatever comes out of their nose into the air yeah those particles come out of their nose and mouth and so i mean it's just it really is ludicrous or you got places where you you're told to wear a mask in one part but then you can take it off in another part. Mm-hmm. And, and those two parts aren't separated by any plastic divide or anything. It, it is absolutely ridiculous, the the incongruity of it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it would be one thing if these political leaders are saying things and then they're living by it. 
It, but if they really believed in what they said, they, they, if they really believed these things were dangerous and not political, and listen, I'm not saying people don't get sick. I'm not saying people don't die. But again, the cure has been worse than the disease itself. Mm-hmm. And I shared that, uh, that quote from uh, C.S. Lewis from a book he wrote 80 years ago almost, where he just says, you know, the way that we have destroyed ourselves is we – that we want to hold on to life so dear that we're willing to sacrifice everything else. And we just yield up this control and, and the, the, the freedom that so many people died that we could have in this country. And now you got the CDC, which is a government agency, which has no authority over us constitutionally mm-hmm. as a people. It, 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 it let me say this again. The CDC has no authority over us. It is an agency within the government that makes recommendations, and they, they, but it has no authority over us, but yet it has been given authority over us. The state governors and state uh, or city mayors and all these people have taken their information that is in conflict many times. Just last July, they said masks did no good. Mm-hmm. They said it's been proven that masks don't prevent coronavirus. And yet we have to wear masks because they say now that we recommend masks and some people wear double masks. And so without getting off into the weeds of that, it's just the sheer lunacy of of uh, hypocrisy that, that drives me mad. I don't know about you, Taylor, but it's hard because – the, the hypocrisy of it, if, if everybody was really living by what they told everybody else to do. So imagine what it must have been like for the people in Israel. You have all these religious leaders telling them what they should do, but they're not doing those things. It had to be very similar in a lot of ways. Well, I would say, and actually it, it's worse uh, now because even if they were doing what they said, you know, that they're telling other people to do, it's still based on, you know, fault, faulty premises and lies. So at least uh, in Israel back in the day, there was at least the law that came from God. You well, know what well, I'm saying? Well, so. well, that's true. You could go to the law. But, you know, one of the things that people keep throwing out, and this is what's really crazy, is people keep throwing out. And by the way, you're listening to SWAT radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And usually on Fridays, it's kind of a free-for-all. We welcome your calls today to talk about our guests yesterday, Ray Comfort, Phil Johnson. Um, and uh, this week we've been talking about Peter's second message where he was more like a prosecutor um, when he was sharing the gospel. But, you know, they keep saying, follow the science. This is the science. This is the science. And it's the same thing with the evolutionists. This is scientific. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not repeatable. It's not observable. You have to believe in evolution in the same way. Uh, you have to have faith because it's they simply not a, a scientific approach to proving it. Yeah, and and whether it's believing the Bible, there there's you can find evidence. But what Ray Comfort kept saying in that movie was, listen, that you, you there has been no different kinds. Nobody evolved into a different kind. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we can pick up but we welcome your calls so call us today all right we'll be right back stay tuned if you'd like to contact swat radio the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928 
That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, you already know that it's Friday. Um, but today's kind of a free-for-all Friday uh, where you can call in and talk about anything that we've talked about uh, this week. Uh, right now, uh, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about evolution and the difference between science and scientism. And um, so if you would like to call and join the discussion or if you have any questions about that, Please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K, ask at SWATradio.com. Hey, um, you know, um, Al Mohler brought up a good point about an article that was written in the New York Times um, by uh, a lady named Lee Stein. And she was talking about how... Instagram and social media now is kind of the the medium mm-hmm. of new evangelists, but they're not evangelists for the gospel. Mm-hmm. They're evangelists for you know social the secular yeah, yeah. social justice uh, things and uh, and he made an important point and uh, she, when she writes the article, she's saying this. Lee Stein says. Left-wing secular millennials may follow politics devoutly, but the women we've chosen as our moral leaders aren't challenging us to ask the fundamental questions that leaders have been wrestling with for thousands of years. Why are we here? Why do we suffer? What should we believe in? Uh, beyond the limits of our puny selfhood, she she makes that statement because she says that one of the things that they gain influence in social media is keeping people outraged to keep them engaged. Mm. And so there's always this push to publish things that poke the bear and to, to kind of say, hey, you know, it's like that what that pastor put out or that professing pastor. Mm. I don't really like calling him a pastor, but he's a, a guy pretending to be a pastor. 
he's certainly not qualified to be a pastor. That heretic? Yeah, yeah, that heretic. Um, so anyway, um, I, I just uh, think she makes a very, very valid point that people are, are putting out their truth and they're using engagement of uh, anger and other things to keep people to follow them, to build more controversy and stuff. And, and you see it even in the news, like on, on just regular news media. And so um, it's like you were telling me before we went on air about what happened in Portland. Yeah. I mean, you would think the riots would stop. I mean, why, why, why wouldn't they stop? I mean, you have uh, a president who's supposedly unifying our country now. Uh, they have control of Congress, control of the Senate, but that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. The people who are doing the riots never wanted those things. They don't even want this liberal party to be ruling. What they want is anarchy, and they're anarchists. I mean, the people that are doing these riots, yeah. uh, they said Joe Biden is still an imperialist, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. is just funny to me they they are zealots uh for the new religion and they might be the most radical adherents to it but it is something that is possessing i would say the majority um, maybe the majority an increasing uh plurality of uh the country and that's this woke um secularist worldview that really acts like a religion and uh you know i think it was in was it in that article where uh, the author said that as Christianity wanes, this is what's uh, overtaking it. Oh yeah, yeah, and and and, and that's really what you're seeing because I think that was the article talking about how you know re- religious fervor, religious fanaticism in America isn't dead. It's just that the Christian religion isn't who the adherents are to. They are adherents to the new woke uh, culture, and they're very active in uh, gaining converts and doing what they can to dis- dismantle uh, the the structures that we have now so that they can build up structures that are based on their values and what they uh, perceive to be the truth and right. Well, one of the things that, um, that people, um, I mean, listen, you know, we, we do not live for political victory. We don't mm-hmm. live for, um, to, to, for the, that's not our primary driving force, obviously, but it is important to understand the culture you live in and what's taking place. And we are having a pretty significant shift go on because in the past in our countries, Democrats and Republicans had differing views about how to accomplish things that would be great for our country. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. would you agree with that? I mean, in the past, they mm-hmm. they they both loved the country in a sense. They felt there were different things that would help make our country better. Right. But now we're looking at uh, a difference in worldviews uh, in the in the past. Let's say 40 years ago, 50 years ago, even the people that might not be devout believers in God still honored Judeo-Christian values as a good thing for our culture. Mm -hmm. But now you've, you've got a system in place that is radically opposed to Judeo-Christian values, i.e. you want everybody to be able to have their own reality. Mm -hmm. All right. That's just not, 
That's not truth. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to think that there are, listen, I was teaching this week and it struck me that in the Bible that it says God made them male and female. That is God's word mm-hmm. to the issue of men and women. Mm-hmm. And so you have people now who are saying, you can't say that. You you sent me a, a text and showed me a picture of a sign out at a, a Whole Foods out in California, I guess is where it was, where it says, please refrain from using mm-hmm. gender-specific language. I mean, this is, it's what they're talking about is biblical language, male and female, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we're being told we can't do it. That's a radical shift in worldview. Um, we're being told that it's hateful to to hold up that one man should be married to one woman. Mm-hmm. That that that's that's hateful. That's biblical. So either the Bible is our source of truth about God and His values, or it's not. If we allow the world to dictate those values, we've compromised. And we no longer stand as a firm witness against Christ or for Christ. We stand as a witness against him. Uh, Even though we may not be saying anything negative for Christ, uh, we are a negative witness for his truth and his word because his word is very clear about what these things are. There's no ambiguity about those things. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting, you know, you bring up uh, politics, and um, one of the things that's important to realize is, you know, uh, politics is what they say downstream from culture, right? And uh, we're arguing at the political level, I think, because that worldview has taken over everything, um, but in some people's minds, uh, the politics, and so people want to use politics as a way to reassert the historical norms I think we we fail to realize that you know you're talking about um, back in the day both both parties wanted what was best for America. I think we need to kind of realize now is that both parties, for the most part, share the same worldview, and that is not a Judeo Christian worldview. Now there are certain people in uh, you know the Republican Party who are different than that, but for the most part, I would say both parties are taking the country in the same direction. It's just that one will do it a little bit slower than the other. Yeah, you know, he, he brought up, a, a, I think, a, a, an interesting point and a true point that um, the Roman Empire said the key to government success was to give the people bread and, circus. and, and circuses, mm-hmm. keep them entertained. And, you know, I think that the people who voted on this bill are going to live to regret the day they did that. I, I think that, that because... Uh, giving people $1,400, $1,200, $2,000, $10,000 when they can't pay for it mm. doesn't work in any other realm except for the government of our country. Yeah, and the ironic thing about it is it wasn't the Democrats who first did it. Going back to the worldview, it was the Republican administration and the Republican Senate that uh, issued that, that, who opened the floodgates for that. and. In hearing people talk about it, it did kind of remind you of the bread and circus. And uh, I can't remember which uh, administ- uh, person for the Biden administration was talking, but they were saying, uh, you know, you can expect to have these installments in, uh, you know, by the weekend. And, and remember, that's just the first round of installments. And like, like they're, <laughs> I don't know, it was just 
very odd the way they they were talking about it. Um, and yeah, and I think there's a lot that we can learn from from Rome and the way that it went as well. You know, there was a time uh, later in the Roman Empire where Christianity started to ascend and take over. And uh, there's this book. It's called the The Last Pagan Generation. Yeah, and it talks about how that uh, dynamic played out among the people between uh, the pagan religion and Christianity. And what you see kind of now is the inverse. It's uh, Christianity waning and that pagan religion kind of reasserting itself and uh, some of the things that could play out in the future uh, unless we have a revival and return to God are uh, pretty striking. Well, what a lot of people don't even realize, because most people, when they hear about the act, they hear about $1,400 coming to them. That's only like Uh, 20% of Yeah, they don't hear about the expanding of Obamacare Mm -hmm. or the Affordable Care Act. Um, uh, They don't hear about the rapid transit in Northern California that got a big chunk of money. Uh, They don't hear about the money for the museums and arts. Mm -hmm. I mean, like all these things that were put into this that have absolutely nothing to do with COVID relief. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is they can't pay for it. Yeah. They, they can't, and they won't let us do that. We can't do that. I mean, we can't, can you imagine writing a $20,000 check? Let's just say a $20,000 check. I mean, you, you would go to jail, mm-hmm. but because they're politicians, they can get away with it. So, so we really need to pray for wisdom as believers, how we respond to these things and, Keep our eyes and ears open and ask God for divine opportunities to speak truth to and reality into situations and talk about what's coming. Mm-hmm. Because if people don't know Jesus, they better get to know him because I think we're going to see some economic collapse coming down the road. I agree with you, but we are up against the break, so we will pick up there after the news. Uh, so make sure you stick with us. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Uh, we would like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, and all of you listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. For the good Lord has come to seek and save. Steve, what happened? Steve, <laughs> Steve is like, uh, you okay, Steve? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Ren Collective with a rescuer. Um, we're sorry about that. I uh, had a little snafu there for a second. But if you are just joining us, we are taking this Friday, like we do uh, you know, a lot on Friday, just kind of talking about uh, what we've talked about this week and just kind of 
open for a little bit more of a flowing uh, discussion, and we would love to have you join us if you would like to. You can call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT, or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K, ask at SWATradio.com. You know, just before the break, we were talking uh, a little bit about what you were talking about, Doug, about with the new um, COVID relief bill uh, that came through and how we really don't have the money to pay for it and how you know an economic collapse at this point seems you know like it's on the horizon. And, and it, almost in, in the way that they're spending, it would make it seem like they, to me, would make it seem like they think that's going to happen too. And they're just like, hey, just... Just give out as much free stuff as we can it, right now before the tough times come. It, it yeah, it it seems like it doesn't matter. And again, I I go back to that interview with Eric Metaxas and what that guy said. You know, uh, the bottom line is we have to uh, stick to a party line, or we have to stick to the script, uh, even though this is proven different. Uh, this is what we have to do. And it, it, the sad part is for our kids and our grandkids, I mean, what's going to be happening with them, you know, I mean, it's just, um, it's, it's really sad because I don't know how it's going to keep going like this. At some point, it's like the stock market right now. Mm-hmm. The reason the stock market goes up is they've kept the interest rates down artificially, right? They, mm-hmm. they've, um, they've. They, they're giving this stimulus money, so the money anticipates market. Mm-hmm. The market anticipates money coming in, and it's just—it's really crazy. At some point, it's going to have to have a major correction, and people are going to be reeling and going, "What do we do? What do we do? What do we do?" So, I would encourage everyone right now, if you're familiar with the story of Joseph, mm-hmm. I would start putting away about twenty percent, and maybe getting gold or getting things that you know i don't even know if gold or that money is going to be something down the road you know did you ever see the movie um um oh gosh it was with denzel washington where it's an apocalyptic movie oh uh, the book of eli yeah the book of eli one of the things that struck me about that movie uh, is and by the way i i just uh, it was a fascinating movie because it it, it kind of surprises you, so I won't tell you what the end is. Um, but did you know Denzel? I think his father was a preacher. Did you know that? I no, I did not. Yeah, know that. his dad was a preacher, hmm. and uh, and so you can see you can see in some of his movies that stuff. But what struck me is during that apocalyptic time when the world had had either a major war, a nuclear blast, or whatever. The things that were really important, that were valuable, that people traded and bartered were things like shampoo, mm. towelettes from a chicken, uh, like a, a Kentucky fried chicken, cleaners. Mm-hmm. Those things were, you know, hard to find. They were scarce and hard to find. Yeah. And we things we take for granted, mm-hmm. batteries. I yeah. mean, like we take so many things for granted here. And and if something major were to happen, think about if an EMP went off. An EMP is an electromagnetic pulse. Uh, That's a big concern. And I was reading one report uh, about a week and a half ago. That's a real concern Mm -hmm. for a terrorist act to ignite one of those. 
And imagine if the power in the whole southeast grid was gone. Mm -hmm. Think about communication. Think about business transactions. Think about buying food. Think about, uh, I mean, it would be pretty, pretty tough for people to be able to know what to do. They would, it would, wouldn't take long for them to go into a panic, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think most people, Taylor, aren't prepared for that. And in the same way, spiritually, we get so focused on other things. When, when are we telling people about Jesus? When are we really taking his command seriously to, to be a witness for him because we live every day like he's not coming back tomorrow. Yeah. And what if he did? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the disciples thought he was coming back in their lifetime. Yeah. So I think we got a call too. Yeah, I think we do. Uh, John, how are you doing today? John, can you hear us? Okay. I think John called earlier this week and the same thing happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the the phone. And then we had the the, the thing uh <laughs> thing with Ray yesterday. Yeah. But thing with Ray uh was not our fault I found out. Oh, it okay. was on his end. Mm. But uh anyway, yeah, but you know, we're not we we don't live as if he's coming back. Yeah. And uh next week I hope you'll tune in next week. We're going to be talking next week about persecution of the church. The first persecution oh. happens with Peter and John. And so speaking of John, I think John may be on the line now. Well, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. John, I don't know which carrier you're with. You might want to switch to AT&T, oh, man. <laughs> How's it going today, John? Well, I'm a blessed man. I got to tell you that. <laughs> Good. We're we're talking about end times. We're talking about possibility of a, an apocalypse. Uh, we're talking about um, not knowing what's going to happen here in the future. And of course, we never do. But when we have our hope and trust in Jesus, and that's okay. I just finished um, doing a uh, an editing of my dad's notes on the book of Habakkuk. Mm. And, you know, in that whole thing, he was trying to get the Israelites to recognize that God had them and was caring for them. And they were being just, um, you know, they were being run over by, by the Babylonians. And their their properties and they were being uh, taken as captives and Habakkuk said look this is God's plan you go with it you roll with it and you keep with it and he'll keep you and if we have that attitude then I think we're going to be okay I've often said I grew up thinking you know I know that Jesus is coming back any minute and I'm going to live that way but I'm going to plan my life as if you were never coming back. Mm-hmm. You have to plan for your children. You have to plan for your, your, your future. But you have to recognize that Jesus can interrupt that at any particular second. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just, I, you know, you wanted somebody to call. I just figured I'd call and put my two cents in. Well, no. Well, John, we, we certainly appreciate you listening and calling in. And, you know, um, 
when you stop and think about all the things going on in the world, you know, the American culture, people here tend to view end times through the lens of America mm-hmm. instead of they the do. lens of Israel. You know, we don't really yep. see it through the end times of Israel. We think about America being the central point, and America is not the central point. It's it's Israel, and, and, the, and we look at the world, and we look at um, things like earthquakes. You know, we look at things like political upheaval around the world, wars, rumors of wars, um, you know, Every attack against Israel itself, you know, the hatred for Israel, um, all are pushing us towards that. Um, uh, The Apostle Paul, you know, and uh, Peter and Jude all say that as we get toward those times, you're going to see a lot of false teaching, false teachers rising up. And man, like uh, you've, you've got people when people say this is my truth. Instead, this is the truth, you know, uh, that like that pastor who said or guy who professed he's a heretic, but he he said Jesus was he, a racist. A I mean, he said Jesus was he's a racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, could could you ever prior to 2020 or really prior to the last five years, imagine anybody uh, other than just somebody really whacked out liberally? standing up and telling a story of the Bible and then accusing Jesus of being a sinner. <laughs> I mean, like that just comes straight from hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and, and so the spirit says that in later times, people are going to abandon their faith. They're going to follow deceiving yep. spirits and, and things taught by demons. And I even think of somebody like a Ravi Zacharias who was so profound and, so influential oh, in man. evangelical circles to find out oh, that he was leading this double life mm-hmm. and um oh. and and so uh, it, it's just it's it's with these things as you think about them and keep them in mind that we have to be wise as we look at the world we have to as christians and believers say we have to keep our minds focused on the things that are really important and I was telling guys this yeah. morning at the Bible study, can you imagine a guy getting into the military and then going to, uh, you know, with his unit over to Afghanistan and getting over there on the battlefield and saying, "Whoa, I didn't sign up for this. I don't. This I, all no. I wanted was I, I just wanted the benefits. You know, I just." Uh, <laughs> You know, I wanted to get free meals. I wanted people to pat me on the back and say, thank you for your service. I wanted all the perks of what this entails, but I am not sacrificing anything. That's somebody else's job. That's kind of what we do as Christians a lot of times, isn't it? You know, if you're going to follow Christ, you have to realize what he did for you. And you're going to say, I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to be like Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. You know hey, John, we got so we got to go. Yeah, we got to go to our break here. But uh, it's always good to hear oh, your voice, man. John. Take care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for calling in, John. Uh, we will be back with more after the break. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to have a little bit more of a conversation and hopefully take some more of your calls.
This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. That is David Crowder with Red Letters. Uh, Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are taking today, uh, Friday, to talk a little bit about uh, what what we've talked about all week and really just kind of have the phone lines open um, and hear what you have to say or what you're thinking. Um, So if you would like to join the discussion or if you have any questions, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. And just before the break, we had a caller call in. Uh, his name was John, and he said something that I actually have said uh, to my family uh, quite often, which is to, uh, you know, hope and pray uh, that the Lord comes back, but also to be prepared if he doesn't in your lifetime. And I think that's something that's pretty important, especially for someone, you know, my age uh, and with a young daughter, uh, you know, to really be seeking to do, you know, the best that I can and, and plan for a long future, but also to hope that, uh, you know, the Lord doesn't tarry on his way back. And if he does, then at least he sends revival, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you know, he said that and I didn't get a, a chance to say that, Oh, I, you know, I hear where you're coming from. Cause I've said the, the same thing a time or two. Yeah. John, we appreciate you calling. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Ryan, uh, Baker. Ryan is one of our SWAT brothers here at the Salem Center. And uh, him and his wife just had a seven pound, 15 ounce girl, Annie Emerson Baker. Uh, awesome. So uh, congratulations yeah. to Ryan and his wife. And uh, praise God. Yeah. Praise God. An- pretty cool. an- another baby in a household of faith. Yeah. That's awesome, isn't it? Was that today? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Just now. I mean, like, uh, b- well, born at one fifty-seven p.m., so about an hour ago. So, uh, wow. That's, uh, congratulations yeah, that's to awesome. Chuck and that's Susan, exciting. grandparents. Yeah. So, uh, I know that's awesome. So uh, That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, Taylor, you and I, before the program, were talking about this pastor up in Edmonton, Canada. He is still in jail, and you were telling me he's in solitary confinement. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I saw that just before uh, you know the so, program started, and I was like, oh my yeah, god! We need to pray for 
the Reverend James Coates of Grace Life Church up in Edmonton. Um, apparently, he is still in jail over this, and um, because he held church, and they told him it was a health risk. Um, it, it's just really crazy uh, that they would lock somebody up yeah. in jail, and they've now gone in and. Uh, charge the church it, itself as a as an entity for um breaking the covid restrictions yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it, it's 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 crazy what's going on in the world and um, who knows what tomorrow's going to bring i encourage you like i said yesterday reach out to uh ray comfort's website living waters he's got some good resources on there for uh the way of the master uh, you can go on there and uh, get some of those resources. Very helpful, um, you know, to uh, share the gospel. One of one of the ones I love, I shared on here, was the atheist test. You know, when you look at um, the, uh, he's got uh, different tracks that you can order on there from the from his store. Um, he's got one called the. It was a mask. He's got a, actually got a masked million dollar bill now, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But um, he has uh, different tracks on there that are helpful. He's got videos on there. And, again, you can go to his YouTube channel and uh, just watch. The, I, I really, You know, Taylor, I don't think you've been on there. Uh, go to his YouTube channel, and it's fascinating to learn how he interacts to people. He's done it so many times, and, you know, you go out and you actually feel like you're there mm. and you can learn by watching how he interacts with people, how he deals with questions and, and how he responds back lovingly, but he never shirks the truth. He never retreats from the truth. And so, uh, I really encourage you go to his YouTube channel. And then another resource we, we mentioned yesterday um, was grace to you out in California, Pastor John MacArthur. We had Phil Johnson on, and Phil has uh, been there. Uh, he's been with John for 40 years, and um, Lori and I were talking last night about how Phil could be a senior pastor somewhere. He could be uh, a guy who's leading, but instead he's chosen to be there because God's called him, obviously, there. But Phil is very, very well-read and gifted at speaking and sharing uh, he, we mentioned the website yesterday, uh, somebody had asked about it called Romans four, org. You go to Romans four, org, and it's about Charles Spurgeon. You can read, uh, uh, you know, Charles Spurgeon's sermons on there, devotions that he put out. And, um, you know, his sermons were really incredible. God used him. He preached to 6,000 people. He had a mega church over in England, um, but you know what? He knew every person's name and their children's name. I mean, so it's not about numbers. Mm-hmm. It, it, he was an incredible shepherd there and uh, really felt the shepherding call for his people and preached the truth. He had hundreds of people praying for him every Sunday he preached. There was a praying room underneath the sanctuary. Mm. I mean, you go down there and there's hundreds of people praying as he preaches. So, uh, that's Charles Spurgeon. You can go to Romans 45.org or 
If you want to know information about Grace to You, you can go to gty.org. That's G-T-Y, Grace to You. Uh, Pastor John MacArthur, who's been preaching 50 years, and uh, the one thing that I appreciate about uh, that website and their ministry is you go there and you can listen to messages. Every message he's ever preached, it doesn't cost one nickel. You can go there. You can listen to messages from 1973 that will actually be as relevant as they were then. Why? Because like Phil said yesterday, he preaches scripture. He doesn't just interpret the culture. So his me- he uses scripture to illustrate scripture. Mm. So it doesn't matter. You, you know, that's the mark of uh, a spirit-driven sermon is that you can listen to it 40 years after it's preached and it's still relevant. Right. And so uh, that's on there. And there's other resources at Grace to You. That's gty.org. There's books on there and other stuff. And uh, pray for John MacArthur and that church. They're still having to deal with the COVID stuff as far as the people out there. And, um, you know, lift up their elders and uh, pray for this, you know, new translation. It's not really new, it's the New American Standard that they're calling it the legacy standard and they're going back and, and giving um, words more of a word for word translation from mm-hmm. the Greek and Hebrew, which I'm excited about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it, you know, it's uh, interesting, the difference, you know, the, of Canada and here, um, but that there's persecution going on uh, both ways. But, you know, luckily for now, the first amendment is still regarded a little bit, and I think John MacArthur and them are just facing monetary fines, right? And he hasn't been in prison. No, they haven't. Yet. Yeah, but, but you. But I don't know if you remember, but there was some people I think in Idaho mm-hmm, yeah. that were in prison for singing yep, and having a service yeah. outside at one point, like early on in the COVID thing, right? Yeah, and then uh, one of the the pastor's grandsons were arrested for putting stickers uh, that were anti-mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw so. that. Hey, and next week. We're going to be talking about persecution and ask yourself this question. I know we got a phone call, but ask yourself this question. If, if you were told, if you were told that, that if you talk about Jesus, you're going to go to jail, would you, if you were told, if you go to church next week, you're going to go to jail, would you, because we, we are being conditioned right now to comply and mm-hmm. not do those things. Uh, but yet people do other things. They go to Walmart, they go to, uh, casinos, they go mm-hmm. to other places. People go work out. And I'm seeing this Taylor. There are people who will tell me they can't come to Bible study, but they go work out at the gym. Yeah. Wow. Why? Well, because there's a chance they could catch COVID at the Bible study. There's also a chance they could get, I mean, if, it, if there's a chance one place, there's just as much chance other place. So anyway, I, got, I know we got a call. I think we lost. We, we lost. No, yeah, no, 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 he's gone. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, he, just uh, back to uh, uh, the case in Canada, though, the judge there says that denied Coates bail um, in saying that his imprisonment is justified and necessary and he is bound by the rule of law, his refusal to the conditions of release and multiple compliance uh, compliances with sta- uh, stated intent to continue to disregard the public interest. And he said that uh, the judge said that Coates and his congregation 
are strong and literal interpretation, uh, have a strong and literal interpretation of the Holy Scriptures. So uh, it's uh, you know just that they have a, they actually care about what the Bible says and try to live according to it is enough to get you thrown in jail in Canada and in some places here as well. And hopefully it doesn't continue to expand throughout the rest of the states. But you know I think we we might see that. Yeah. Well. Uh, as we get ready, we're calling, you know, we're kind of pushing through this week. Um, I, I, I want to remind people next week on air, we're going to be looking at Acts 4, 1 through 12. This is the first persecution of the church. And so I would encourage you over the weekend, maybe take a chance to or, or take a time to read that. And um, Acts 4, 1 through 12. Reread Peter's sermon, Acts 3, 12 through 26, and how Peter, like a prosecutor, laid out his case against the uh, the people there and then gave them this invitation to respond. And you're going to see next week two different responses. And so I, I really encourage you to read that and ask ask the question, why did this group respond this way? What was their motivation? And why did this group respond this way? So two different groups. So we'll look at that next week, Taylor. And I'm uh, hoping everybody has a good weekend. If you're in Jacksonville, uh, enjoy the – if you're not in Jacksonville, <laughs> enjoy TPC. Yeah. It's going to be on TV. You can watch the golf, and uh, we'll see who wins, right? Yeah. Nice weather anyway. Yeah, it is. It feels great right now. Hopefully it stays that way throughout the weekend. Um, make sure you tune in uh, next week. I'm excited about it. I have a few good questions, I think, to ask you, um, but that'll have to wait till next week. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Uh, Please join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual